Welcome to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you're interested in staying healthy, becoming fitter or stronger, getting rid of pain, or enhancing your athletic performance, this is a place for you. We're excited to be part of your journey to better health. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome back to the Sports Performance Podcast. I have an amazing uh, special guest at the moment. Oh my goodness. The myth, the legend, the magical hands, the soft tissue specialist, the acrobatic gymnastic uh, coaching uh, extraordinaire, Anise Cobb. How are you doing, Anise? <laughs> I'm well, Chris. How are you? <laughs> You're like, where's he going with Ooh, this? Like, look at this long, li- <laughs> this long list. Um, but uh, before we dive into this podcast, uh, tell me a bit about yourself, Anise. I'm throwing you on the spot, and uh, oh, no one knows this. Uh, tell me about uh, what you do at Sports Performance, your, your background, uh, a little bit about yourself, so people have a better context of where your, um, your podcast episode is coming from. Sure. So I did most of my training as a youth athlete, as a competitive gymnast. Mm. So I was a competitive gymnast for 13 years. Wow. I've been coaching for nearly 10 mm. of my life as well. So lots of gymnastics background. Mm-hmm. Um, I had found PTs through injuries as a gymnast mm. and realized that there was more to life than just surgery for some <laughs> options, right? Um and so then really just fell in love with the idea of holistic healing mm. and avoiding having to go under the knife. Mm. So then I ended up finding massage therapy mm. and never turned away. So I'm a massage therapist mm-hmm. is my technical title mm-hmm. here in sports performance. Mm. And I help people feel awesome. That's yeah. what I do. <laughs> I don't know how Best to way to that. describe it. Um, I love that you said like technical term and uh-huh. uh, label because if anybody who's ever been to sports performance, uh, either as a clinician, a specialist, uh, as a volunteer, as a client, um, the labels are irrelevant. Uh, we treat each other as specialists here and a lot of us can do uh, very similar things, so we're all part of a greater scheme. So that's why she made that comment. I completely get it. Um, yeah, so uh, Anise uh, has been awesome. Has been part of the team uh, since... Wait, hold on, hold on. June... No. June... June. June. Yeah, yes. I got it. I knew it. I knew it. Uh, so uh, I want... is this your first episode? Alone? My first solo. Nice, nice. Okay. Well, welcome, Anise. Uh, I wanted to, this is a great topic. I wanted to bring you in and uh, get your input on recovery because uh, you see so many different clients and so many different athletes in different capacities, right? You you have gymnasts, you've got uh, clients here who are all activity levels and um, different professional levels. Uh, and then uh, you also know somebody who is into uh, professional sports in the world of MMA, and, mm-hmm. and you work with a lot of different people. So uh, tell me about five essential components of a rest and recovery routine. Why did, why did you come up with this? What is so special about this? Why did it hit the heart? So person close to me, MMA mm-hmm. fighter, mm-hmm. just went through a fight, mm-hmm. and after talking to him about how he could have performed better in that fight, that kind of thing, Mm -hmm. we discovered that his rest and recovery wasn't where it needed to be to set him where he wanted to be, right? Um, I see it a lot with clients on the table every single day. 
how much water are you drinking? How are you sure. taking care of yourself? How many hours a day are you training? Um, and if you talk to really high-level athletes, you ask how many hours a day they're training. Sure. So like Kevin, the fighter, uh-huh. he'll say, oh, I'm training six hours a day. And you're like, that's a long time to Whoa. be actually training. Yeah. And you know, three of that's in the gym. Three of that is meditation, sure. recovery, hydration, foam rolling, all the different things of taking care of your body so it can do the things you need it to do. Yeah. So it just was something that I keep seeing, especially now with COVID, people are starting to be active again awesome. and getting up and moving. So it seemed to be kind of a reoccurring theme. So Yeah. Yeah. It, I find like uh, certain weeks you have uh, these trends, right? Or this month was like, oh, man, I saw low backs like crazy. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, naturally you're, you're giving the same advice and <laughs> you're like, might as well just put it into words or, or uh, into a podcast because you feel like you're literally saying the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. So good. All right. So let's get into this. Uh, so we know why you came up with it and it hits home. Um, tell me out of these five essential components, start with number one. What is important for uh, rest and recovery? What do you got? So number one is hydration. And mm. I put it as number one because it's probably the most important that you Ooh. can possibly okay. do. Fair. Um, working with soft tissue, I can actually feel when your fascia is dehydrated. Mm-hmm. It feels tight and like your skin is a little bit more taut in that area. Mm. Um, your body is mostly water, right? Mm-hmm. We know a large percentage of ourselves are water. Mm-hmm. We can't function without it. Um, we get a lot of cramps and soreness and all that kind of build up. Um, and so one of the best ways to kind of flush your body out is to mm-hmm. hydrate. So you need electrolytes mm-hmm. and water and all that to literally just keep your fascia hydrated. Why do you think that we don't like a lot of us know these things, right? Mm-hmm. Let's get real here. Why don't people do it? Oh, that's a good question. I feel like people think that they do do it. Uh-huh. Because the thing that I see the most when I'm asking a client, like, oh, how much water are you drinking today? Their response is, oh, a lot. So it's like, <laughs> well, okay, how much is a lot? And they're like, oh, maybe like a water bottle a day. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but like, what size water bottle? How much are we actually talking, right? So people think that they're on top of it. Yeah. But I heard... And correct me if I'm wrong here. Yeah. I heard that what you want in terms of hydration, if you're like a high uh-huh. active person, sure. is like half your body weight in water in ounces. Yeah, a day, easy, right? easy, easy equation. Yeah. Easy equation. Right. But most people are like, mm, maybe like a water bottle. <laughs> I like that you change your tone to, to reflect the client oh, talking. Yeah. I like that. My clients are nice people. I yeah, of course, people. of course. <laughs> All right. So half your body weight in ounces. And um, you know, gosh, I get, I have to think about that question often. Like, why don't you just do this? It, either it's not convenient or uh, you you see it in front of you and you just like you literally just don't pick it up and bring it to your mouth. So I've had this challenge. So what I recently started doing what, uh, is I added like those um, like Mio uh, droplets oh, in it. okay. Uh, and that, I love the water. I'm like, this is delicious. As long as you don't like over dilute like the product. So um, I put like just a small squirt and it's enough for me to enjoy a really big 32 ouncer really quickly. Mm. So uh, that for me was a game changer. I'm like, ooh. And then I put ice in it. I'm like, all right, this feels much better. Mm. And I will wean myself off of that at some point. But that is my uh, that is my uh, two cents for that. I like that you said yeah. that because yeah. I'm, I'm a water purist. I don't think about ooh. it. I'm like, I like just plain for you. room temperature mm. water. Mm. So really? I like that. I'll have to bring that Room temp. It. Oh, yeah, not yeah. cold. Okay, so uh, just remember, you know, everything is going to work differently for some people, but my goal is to be a purist. I will mm-hmm. get there. I'm not there yet. 
I will, I will become like an Eastern essence. I don't know if there's anything wrong with wanting a little bit of flavor in your mm. water, though. Maybe I just, I really want to reduce calories and other things going mm-hmm. in, too. So true. I get that. True, true. All right, number two, what do you have? Heat. Heat? Heat. Tell me more. So the days of the ice bath as a recovery mm. technique mm. are mm. so unnecessary. <laughs> mm. Tell me more. What do you got? Oh, I'm a big fan of ice and cold, especially, Ooh, you know, like I've, I've done the Wim Hof thing. I've done the like cold showers. I've done the ice submergence and the hot, cold switching uh-huh. just as part of your central nervous system. Um, but when it comes to soft tissue and recovery, mm. specifically heat is so mm. good for you. Um, 90% of the time in a session, I apply some sort of heat to the soft tissue that I'm working with. Um, ice is a great way to make your tissue tighten right back up and Mm -hmm. kind of tense up. I mean, think about jumping in a cold water. You instantly get that reaction. Your muscle gets the same thing when ice is applied to it. Right. So heat is a great way to just further the release of the fascia. Long story short. Yeah, and so how do you, I mean, what are ways for you to get heat? So not everybody has the luxury of, uh, what are those called, those um, rooms that you go into, like a, like a sauna, like a sauna mm-hmm. or uh, uh, people have them in their homes, they're like uh, infrared saunas as well, oh, too, yeah. yeah, yeah, so, um, you know, how do you, what would you do to recommend to get some additional heat, uh, just uh, uh, like run or bike, like what, how, how would you use heat? Running and biking are good for bringing up your core temperature. Mm-hmm. When applying external heat, mm-hmm. I would do like an Epsom soak. Ooh, or, mm-hmm. now we're talking. I love the Epsom that soak. That sounds amazing. So good. Mm. Um, rice packs, hot packs. Ooh, fair. Yeah, all that good stuff. I had one time in college needed a, a rice pack and didn't have one, so I literally put rice in like a long tube sock and tied nice. it up and I've put it in the microwave. I've heard that. I've heard those stories. Yeah. Oh, that's, I appreciate that. Easy yeah, way to do it. For sure. Okay. And yeah, it doesn't need to be difficult, but just some form of like hot water. Don't uh-huh. burn yourself, but yeah. 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 Good. All right. So we have hydrate, heat. What is number three? Sleep. You need oh. restful sleep. Restful sleep. Good what does that mean? Restful sleep. Hitting REM. Mm. REM sleep is so important. Obviously, you know, easier said than done a lot mm-hmm. of the time. A lot of us struggle with getting good, restful sleep. Yeah. Um, but it, sleep is the best way for your body to recover fast and thoroughly. Sure, right? sure. Um, so how long How long do you recommend in general? Good question. And I would gonna say vary. most people are going to be around 70-hour mark, mm-hmm. right? Depending on, you know, how much activity you're getting a day, how sure. much... Um, how old you are, mm-hmm. what your hydration is, what your activity level is, all of that stuff kind of play into it. So obviously talk to your doctor about how much sleep for sure. you really need. But I would say seven to eight hours a, a day for most working adults mm-hmm. is going to be a good recommended amount of time. Yeah. And that doesn't count like when you get in your bed, right? Like we're talking mm-hmm. about put the phone away, mm-hmm. uh, close your eyes. And then start that clock. You got to shut that brain off. Mm -hmm. And uh, something I've been trying to do now is move my phone away from me, um, like onto like a a further location. Mm -hmm. um, So I don't get tempted to grab that Mm -hmm. and then restart this process all over again. Because it's tempting because you're like, oh, I did like eight hours. No, that was eight hours in bed. You actually only Mm -hmm. got like four hours of REM and like six hours of good sleep. Absolutely. So be careful. Well, and they say that keeping your phone next to you 
at night and mm-hmm. having screen time within an hour before bed significantly put, significantly cuts down how much REM sleep you're able to actually drop into. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes so, sense. So be careful. With how much screen time we're getting. Yeah. Mm. I keep my phone in the bathroom at night. I got an old school alarm clock to get up in the morning. No way. <laughs> yep. No way. Yep. No. Like... It has like the red numbers on it and everything. No, like the analog clock with the little like metal. <laughs> no like, way. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. that. <laughs> Good. It's so restful sleep. All right, number four. I think you're gonna be biased. I like this one. What's number four? I'm biased. Make nice with that foam roller. Mm. Self massage technique. Yes. What are you talking about? I know. It's like I know what I'm talking about. Um, Self massage techniques, lacrosse balls. Oh, uh-huh. I said it. Hurt so good. Again, Hurt the so best good. thing in the world. I should be a massage lacrosse ball sales Sponsor. rep. Seriously. <laughs> They're my favorite thing. Yeah. I'm like, did you lacrosse ball to every sure. person ever? Sure. Um, just any way that you can massage out yourself is going to help you in between any kind of like body working session mm-hmm. or, you know, mm-hmm. um, breaking up lactic acid, breaking up scar tissue. So mm-hmm. when your muscle fiber breaks down and builds back together mm-hmm. through workout, it builds up into scar tissue. Mm-hmm. It's a bundle. That's what those knots are that you're feeling in your fascia. Mm-hmm. Um, so rolling it out and, you know, some people are Theragun people, some people are foam roller people, you know, whatever works for you. Um, but just getting rid of all those knots. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. It does hurt so good, but, uh, it is good. It's really simple and easy. That's the whole purpose of, of this content is, Mm uh, what is applicable and what's easy to digest and then include today tomorrow whenever you get out of your car because mm-hmm. i know you're listening some of you are uh, listening in your car uh some of you are at home uh, probably foam rolling and lacrosse falling as we speak so good for you guys uh number five what is the last form of rest and recovery what do you got nutrition mm. feed your body i do love in and out is that what we're talking about if you love In-N-Out, eat the In-N-Out. Eat it. Okay, okay good, because I love it. Okay. Right. So my sister is a registered dietitian, mm. so I'm also a little bit biased on this subject. She and I have great conversations about mm. cravings and mm-hmm. not shaming yourself for food that you want to eat. For sure. Right? However, if you're being, if you're a human with mm-hmm. that has a body, <laughs> you deserve to treat yourself well. Right? For sure. Take care of yourself. Feed yourself. We know that nutrients come from our food. We know that our energy comes from our food. Mm. So take care of yourself. And if you feel like eating the burger, then eat the burger. Oh, <laughs> but take care of yourself first. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about balance, right? I mean, yeah. it, like, it, I don't want to go down this, like, rabbit hole of calories, macros, whatever. I mean, you can go forever. Keto. I mean, there's mm. so much, right? And I don't, and if anybody knows me behind the scenes, I, I don't, I'm not about those discussions because I'm like right in the middle. I'm always Switzerland about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're all about uh, a certain thing, that's good. But I really feel like you said, uh, just finding a balance in um, picking those cravings and just timing, you know, if you're great a couple days and that means that if you have a craving later down the line, then you just got to make up for it somewhere else, right? You're just, you have some bad water days. It doesn't mean that you like mm-hmm. have two gallons the next day. Mm-hmm. Just make up for it with the consistency across the board, right? Consistency. Yeah. I don't even like the, if I did bad this day, I have for to sure. make up for it this day. But yeah, consistency is huge. Balance is huge. And then an interesting rabbit hole that I've gone down with mm. the cravings if you have a craving for a certain thing like chocolate, guilty, right? Mm, if you mm. have those cravings, 
typically that's your body's way of telling you that it needs some nutrient in that or some you know quick dopamine hit that you're going to get from the sugar so it's your body telling you that it needs something so if you can figure out what your body is telling you it needs Uh and fill that with you know a nice good healthy leafy green or something that'll fill that for you yeah and then if you're still craving it then treat your body and give yourself the thing you need that you want you know yeah and uh you know what i've gotten to recently and um it's what we talk about at our team meetings. It's a. It's a, what we talk about with clients. Is uh, really just having accountability, and for me, I have to have something to work towards um, that works for me, mm-hmm. my personal. So I uh, like to log a few things, not like everything I eat, mm-hmm. but in general, some highlights and what I need to improve upon on the next day, and that helps me like refocus. And for some. I'm not the biggest advocate for like writing down everything you eat. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's absolutely necessary. I think it's a habit change. And some people just need the right environment and the right people to be around to help support that. And um, maybe you've tried this on your own or like maybe you've heard this for a thousand times, but you've been wanting to do it. Sometimes it's just getting around the people to help you in that same push. So there's, I mean, there's Facebook groups, there's programs, there's, I mean, you can reach out. You don't always have to pay somebody one-on-one to do this. It's just finding an environment or a group to help you along that path. Uh, And for me, it has been the most recent thing has been me just logging things to help me stay focused. Um, But I do have a lot of clients who who have had a really big benefit with this on finding other people who want to give them challenges or whatever it is. So you have people going through the same process. It's a struggle. And it's going to take you at least two weeks to get past your normal routines of mm-hmm. like no breakfast or a large breakfast or no lunch or a lunch, whatever yours are. So um, all of this goes hand in hand. But the, the nutrition is a big portion of that. Sleep and nutrition. Mm. Gosh, you don't have those mm, exercise and, and progress is really tough. I don't care what profession you're in, without nutrition and sleep, those are your top two. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are you foam rolling if you're not like sleeping and you're not recovering? Uh, you know, you don't have hydration. If you have hydration with no sleep, you're still exhausted. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got. I don't know why you're you're getting uh, you're putting heat on there if you're not mis- or you're not uh, sleeping or eating well. So, um, all good things, uh, Anissa. I love the five points. Um, these are huge uh, in what you recommend, and I know you've probably said this probably 10,000 times uh, to your clients over uh, the last few months. Uh, But just a good friendly reminder on uh, sometimes you just need to hear it multiple times. And for the two or three of you that are about to hit a change and and, uh, change your uh, habits, good for you. Uh, For the rest of you, we'll say it again in a couple months. Use the same exact blog or podcast all over again so we can uh, make some change and have some progress. So uh, thank you, Anise. Uh, welcome again to the podcast crew because you've been on group ones, but never single. So uh, welcome welcome back to the podcast, Anise. Thank you for having us. Uh, for those of you who are wondering, uh, if you want to get onto uh, Anise's table, anybody's table at Sports Performance, we're here in Chula Vista, uh, San Diego, California. Uh, we're here to help keep you healthy and active and staying fit so you need to do your work on your end with these five crucial tips if not we will give you a a pointy finger and say tisk tisk we will continue to um, push you in the right direction Uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode on behalf of the whole team Uh, stay healthy stay active see you guys 
Thanks for tuning in to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you enjoy our content, help us help others by giving us a five-star review. This gives us an opportunity to provide people just like you with great information to stay healthy. If you have any questions, email us at teamsp at sportsperformancept.com. If you want more, head over to our website and sign up for our VIP email list to stay in touch with the latest and greatest. And while you're there, download one of our free reports on back pain, knee pain, ankle pain, or running efficiency. It doesn't matter if you're new to exercise, an experienced personal trainer or coach, healthcare professional or professional athlete. This information is literally for anyone interested in fitness and health. We're excited to keep you healthy and active. We'll see you on our next episode.